It's an eel. It's a plesiosaur. You bet it's sore. N- nah, man, that's 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 a log. Oh. I dare you to touch it. Okay. Bloop. Touched by a podcast time, guys. Yeah! I'm Chris. Oh. I'm Matt. I'm Ben. And we're talking lake monsters today. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Just take all the mystery and <laughs> everything out of that, right? There. Thanks, guy. I'm a monster. I'm not your buddy, guy. <laughs> not your guy. Was it pal? Pal? Was it pal? I don't remember. I don't know. South Park. It's angry Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk on that syrup. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk lake monsters today. Um, and, you know, we're going to go away from the norm here. We're not going to talk about Loch Ness. Surprise, surprise. Bum, we are going to talk bum. about lo- <laughs> We are going to talk about Loch Ness for a second and just throw out there that I believe there's a documentary coming out where they've, they did a new way of trying to test and find out what's in the lake or what's in the lock. Sorry. Um, with DNA testing of the water. So they went and got a bunch of different um, samples of water all over the lake. I think it was 12 different hmm. giant things of water. Hmm. And they're doing DNA testing on it to try to find out what's in the lock. And then you can determine, okay, well, we know everything in the lock now because we have all the DNA. So which one of these things are responsible for the siding? So it's pretty cool. It's coming out. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people from- on 23 and me will probably get a lot of updates yeah. after this. <laughs> Well, I was more so. I was one ask. night you were partying out there in the lake. <laughs> well, I was curious, like, you know, is this like, you know, is it going to go in Maury after this? And you are not the father. You're not the monster. Oh, go follow on. The, follow it through with the camera. <laughs> then why do I look like this? No, no. You're the only one I slept with. Ah. That ought to be cool, Maybe we can still be together. <laughs> not after that, man. Do you know what's been in that lock? Yeah, <sighs> me. Hey, <laughs> me and the rest of Scotland. Hi. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, bangers and so mash. as always, Bang let's talk mash. about our. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is a this is a cool can. Let's talk about our alcohol of the day. Our podcast. Does it seem kind of three D posterish to you? A little. Dude, I think that's the drugs. Oh, that would oh, explain okay. a lot. Here. Uh, <laughs> oh, toasted. So coconut. Athens, Georgia, brings us. Creature Comforts, Brewing Company's Coco Booney? <laughs> Bunny? We really sure, should have looked up how to say that. It's a milk porter. Yeah. Boonai. Boonai. Coco- <laughs> I want some of that Coco Boonai. Get that bunny. <laughs> Can't wait for the Coco Nibs. <laughs> no, it's not this one, is it? Yeah, it yes. is. Oh, it cocoa is? Coco Nibs. We got some Coco Nibs. Yeah. Oh, cocoa nibs. So, oh, damn, it's got coffee in it. Yeah. Toasted Coconut, Coco Nibs, Coffee, Milk Porter. Mm-mm-mm. Gross. Let's get up on in it. <laughs> yeah, cocoa nib is basically a cocoa bean. Oh, dude, you, you, you premature oh, popped the top. I was a little okay. excited. Blue's right. low. Right, yeah. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. You ugly bastards. Now he's going to show up in the lock. Clink. Oh, yeah. Hey, cheers. First podcast, Ben's actually married. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Ben. Shh. I wasn't going to tell anybody. <laughs> Too late. God. Didn't we talk about it in the, the Succubus episode, though? I think Probably. we did. God. Yeah. God, it oh, smells awful. smells... Interesting. Ooh, yeah, that smells good. Here we go. Bottoms, Bottoms up. up. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a tough one. Let's do oh, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Ben you're, picked this one. You're um, welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> 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 that's pretty bad. Notice uh, I didn't again, make that though, sound this time. Well, I won't talk about it yet, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, I got plenty to say. Um, and 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 not, I'm not gonna say it's good or bad. Actually, I already said it's bad. Yeah, but <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we chose it because um, <laughs> these lake monsters—they're creatures, but not exactly comforting. Yeah. All right, I, I'm. Let's just be honest here. We we couldn't find anything <laughs> yeah. um, that really matched I was up. Still, I was no. still shooting for that. Uh, Don't kill the illusion. The, the, what was it? The hog one? Whatever the hell. Leap, whatever. Didn't it have like a pig on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. 
take a chance on that something leap. I can't remember. It was, what was. called Chance, and it was the name of the oh, thing hog. was um, jumping something in leap. or something. Yeah, something leap. You go hog wild at the lake. Yeah. No. Some, no, it was like take when you take that leap something, whatever the name of the brewing company was, you're taking a chance on these lock or these water monsters. <laughs> What was the other or one? Something was like that. Dig, digits, digits. Trying to pet that we monster. Were, we were trying really hard yeah, to yeah. find something. Now, now there is a brewing company. Was it um, Lake Monster Brewing or something? It was Lake Erie because they have a monster too that we're not going to talk about today. Uh, called Bessie, but they have a brewing company, and they, you know, obviously a bunch of it has to do with lake monsters. Our problem is we don't have that brewing company's beer we here not. anywhere near us, so we could not find it. Uh, so shout out know. to that beer company. Yeah, Lake Monster Brewing yeah. out of St. Paul, Minnesota. If you're listening, what's up? Hey, but Creature Comfort was there to step in for us and in a roundabout way talk about its mm-hmm. connection to Lake Monster. Another local so. brewery, too, out of Athens. So it is local. Yeah. Yeah. Heavily, if I remember correctly, they were featured um, in Endgame. That's what uh, Thor yeah, was, was drinking. Thor's like, beer of choice. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good for him. That's what gave him that belly. That was that yeah. That was fat, sexy, sad Thor. <laughs> round, soft belly. Had a big right. beard though, man. <laughs> so let's get into this. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got three wonderful lakes and lake monsters to talk about today. Uh, we've got Ogapogo, Champ, and Illy. And so, without further ado, um, Ben, I think you were. Ogopogo in it or I'm Ogopogo. Oh, you're Ogopogo. Ogopogo. Okay. Ogopogo. I'm Ogopogo Ogopogo. that Matt's going Ogopogo. Yeah, it's uh Loch Ness's Canadian sister. It's a it's a chick? I have no idea. Okay. Nobody knows. They don't know what it is. Most people <laughs> think it's a log. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Um well this is what so it starts out well so yeah, it says Scotland's Loch Ness may have the fame, but then apparently this Ogopogo, um is the most uh, likely and best documented of all monsters, which uh, or all lake monsters. Sorry, not monsters, lake monsters. I've never heard of this lake monster before. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it. Um, so yeah, it's it's located in Lake Okan. Uh, what did I call it? Okanagan, which is probably not right. Uh, in oh, British Canada Columbia, <laughs> oh fallacy! <laughs> what? It's a great restaurant. Um, in, in British Columbia, <laughs> and. So Chris found a video, or not a video, a movie. It seemed like a very It was promising. <laughs> it was very promising. And I had I don't think it had anything to do with the lake monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's I don't know. There's so much to this of what everyone thinks it is. There and there's only like from what I found, there's one one guy that had a video that was like actually catching something living. When he was, because he saw it and he took his camera out, and of course it was shaky and out of focus, just like all of them. The only thing that they were able to identify with his video was that it was actually some sort of living creature. Um, But I think when they, I think I'm pretty sure it was his video. When they when they looked at it further, it looked like two two creatures. But um, some people thought it was just like two beavers swimming at the same time because it was like (laughs) yeah it was was. like really i've seen i've seen that video i mean i've seen some pretty gamey beavers before but like (laughs) so there are like two of them out there that swimming along because and then there were a lot of people that thought they were logs because there's a lot of logging on this lake um as you know uh what is that whatever companies that log (laughs) yeah those things those those companies blammo so yeah, they said that's it could have very easily also been just logs going down and um but it the, <laughs> so the the um story of this is that Ogopogo <laughs> Chris is loving this beer. <laughs> that Ogopogo is often described as dark and multi-humped and it also may or may not have green, black, brown or gray skin. So we've really narrowed it down here. So it looks like tones, huh? it definitely got yeah. a yeah, definitely got a log since yeah. uh, this whole thing here. A mossy log. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the head of it could either oh. be a snake, sheep, horse, seal, or even an alligator in shape. Not a damn snake sheep. That's and I hate snake sheep. I know, right? And then some people even say it might have uh ears or horns. Others say it doesn't. Yeah. um get it together but many sightings simply describe a featureless log that came alive (laughs) 
<laughs> a log that came alive. That's that is the quote. Like a um, transformer. Yeah. So this lake is pretty. I guess it's pretty big. Two hundred fifty miles. It seems big. No, that's where it is. <laughs> I'm reading ahead of myself. What? It's two hundred fifty miles east of Vancouver. Sorry, I thought it was telling me that it's a two hundred fifty mile area long. of one hundred thirty five point five. There we go. Uh, miles. Eighty eighty four miles long. Two and a half and three miles wide. It's two and a half and three miles wide. Anyway, average depth of 249 feet. But the max depth is 761. Yeah. Which means, I mean, that's. Yeah, because they had like a little. Uh, who, who, somebody went down with a miniature sub and was like scraping down the bottom trying to find some shit. And they didn't find anything. Shit, but not it. Yeah. <laughs> Found a few logs. <laughs> yeah. The pilot, it was in 91. In 91 was like the biggest expedition to try to find um, Ogopogo. Uh, and that was when the uh, miniature sub went down 840 feet along the lake bottom, the deepest part of the lake. Um, they But no Ogopogos were sighted. Nor did the submarine discover any of the creatures, carcasses, or bones. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, from what I can read, nobody, other than that one guy's video that was shaky, that may or may not be beavers, there, like a lot of, a lot of people talk about this, but like, there's no evidence of anything, especially with how many different d- descriptions it has. It's, I don't know. I find it hard to believe. Like, I just don't even know how this even got off the ground, to be honest. <laughs> Cause it's just, it sounds like a lot of people that were just out there like, oh shit, that looks like something. Uh, yeah, sure. There's interesting pictures, but at the same time, a lot of the pictures they have are it's just wakes. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, boats do that. And that was the other thing they said with the, the like geography of the lake that it creates its own wakes, like just as it is. Like that's just a normal way of the lake. There um, are some weird pictures though that they're not wake. Like this weird one, I don't even know what the hell it is of this. Probably a log. No, it doesn't <laughs> it's very smooth and looks like the back of the alien head from the movie Alien. Oh, it's weird! It's just so up beaver? above the water. Yeah, it's a beaver. It's gotta be beaver. Um, it's the main picture on that Ogopogo Quest website. Well, there's a really on cool one, one of it on land. I'm what? kidding. That's the park one. Yeah. If you can't see it, that joke was. Oh, funny. it's even got its own uh, stamp. Yep, Canadian stamp. Isn't Ogopogo what Captain Caveman says? Is this the photo you're talking about? Looks like someone threw a grill into the water. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Dad burnt the hot dog, so he just threw the whole grill. In the fucking I thought lake. it was like a half deflated uh, balloon that was sitting on top of like a birthday balloon. <laughs> but, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, when it zooms in like really close, it definitely looks like a photoshopped like eel just going like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> he got. Yeah, yeah, this is some of this stuff just seems a little out. But, the pictures. Hey, people take this I know monster yeah. pretty seriously. Yeah, they do. But uh, I don't know. This series of four photos are simply incredible, but it's not a hoax. Person Bill Stutsuki. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's I'm not gonna lie, its stamp is pretty cool though. The stamp is cool. The stamp I think might be more badass than the actual legend. Oh stamp. yeah, kind of beautiful. Like yeah. that, if that's that's the most beautiful monster I've ever seen. Look, yeah. she got some that beautiful eyes, long blonde nice, hair, yeah. like a rainbow tail. It's like the dragon from uh Shrek. <laughs> there you go. I'd hit, I mean, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Jump on this Ogopogo. <laughs> yeah, because like, if you think about it, all the photos I remember seeing and drawings of Nessie make it look very cartoonish. This looks majestic. Yeah. Like it could throw down. You're really trying to get through that, aren't you? Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Smooth tastes like a Sunday morning. Easy like a Sunday. Where you can't drink alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Not in Georgia at least. So yeah, it's uh it's a large lake. Um all kinds of sightings. It's just, you know, none of them look that that credible. <laughs> none of them sound consistent. Yeah. Um some of the best sightings though don't have pictures with them. And then the ones that do have pictures with them are just sad. Yeah. So it's there's not much to go with there. I mean, it's a cool looking lake, man. There's lots of like rocky, like bank. Yeah. Well, I mean, British Columbia is beautiful. Yeah. That's my thing. I feel like this is like Canada's like stretch. Be like, hey guys, look at us. We have a monster too. 
Oh, here we go. All right. So in 2000, a marathon runner, or marathon swimmer, sorry, uh, Daryl Ellis reported being accompanied for a short distance during his swim by two large creatures as he passed Rattlesnake Island. He described them as one being 20 to 30 feet long and the second being smaller. They followed him for quite a while and then disappeared. When he swam near the lake floating bridge in Kelowna? Kelowna? Kelowna. Kelowna? Kelowna. That's helping out. Just helping. A creature with a large eye the size of a grapefruit came within nine meters to get a close look at him. Mr. Ellis' sighting was painted by a local artist because, you know, no one had pictures. <laughs> um, with a strong interest in wildlife and the environment who has been painting wildlife for many years. I don't know why that even matters. Because it's Canada. <laughs> so they have a picture of it on there, the what the dude drew, and so shockingly it looks like a creature <laughs> with an eye. <laughs> based on the description. So Yeah, I mean there's there's tons of stories and like fifteen pictures. Yeah. The one from September 6, 2006 is interesting. I can't get a better picture of it. But something's big under the water. Manatee. Or a log. Well, there shouldn't be manatees in this lake. I don't know. I read somewhere manatees. I don't know if this was for mine or if it was about a champ. Mm. Someone talked about manatees. Manatees are all I see. (laughs) Hey, that was bad. Yep. Uh, So what are your thoughts, Ben? I mean, I kind of agree. Maybe this is just Canada's um, <laughs> attempt to be cool. Uh, I, I mean, like with many of these that we're going to discuss today, I would think that with modern technology, we just have something better to you show. Think. I mean, this isn't, it's not the 60s or the 70s anymore. We've got, um, we've got really good technology that can capture really good high-quality images, even at night of animals. So... Why haven't we found anything? That's if it's an animal. So what? A lot of these are rooted in some sort of what mysticism? Ancient. Well, they're like you know ancient Indian tribes would have had like they described these things a long time ago, and a lot of times they would say they had supernatural abilities, like they were like the kind of the uh, guardian of the lake. That's true. That That's what they the Canadian Indian legend is. They call. I'm not gonna say this right. Naitaka. Or mm. Nyatik. I don't know. That's what they called this, like the spirit of what the Ogopogo would be. Right. The Ogopogo is an actual, like, the Ogopogo is the actual physical, like, animal. And then the the whole idea, uh, spiritual p- idea of it from the Canadian Indians was the Nyatik. And yeah, same thing you just said. They were, it was like uh, the guardian of the lake for, and the people that had to travel, try to get past it, um, they had to bring, um, live sacrifices so they would bring like chicken or chickens or small animals to dump in the water and so they could get across so apparently it got soft or it choked on a chicken bone one of the two no one's having to do that now to get across the lake but the (laughs) marathon swimmer apparently had some some guests swimming next to him looking for their chicken (laughs) right oh anytime now if you just want to drop that down here we'll go ahead and leave you alone wait the dude's not doing it what the hell's going on our sacrifice that last one rolled up with his eye like do you sure you got a chicken on there you got a chicken KFC. <laughs> it's like we'll we'll bill them later. Just put on this tab. We'll get them later. Um, yeah, I agree with you, Ben. Uh, these, I mean, these lakes are huge. They're massive. I get yeah. it, but still, like by this point, I mean, look, they sent a sub down there in '91. Yeah. Why couldn't they go back with something a little better now? Yeah. And if it's likes to follow people, then why can't you just why won't it follow a little mini sub or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it like know what a camera looks like? It's like Never. maybe they have the power to distort cameras and get out of focus. I, I mean, a magnetic field around them. Yeah, they're the just cameras. like, oh, you want to take a picture of me? Wow, wow! And then they just go out of focus. Like, damn it, what happened? Paid a lot of money for this camera. We can't ever get a picture. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> July eighteenth, twenty sixteen. They they said apparently you could go on Google Earth and you could see it. Going near Rattlesnake Island. Really? Yeah. Has anyone tried? Have y'all tried that yet? No. I have not been there. I can see the pictures they have up here from it, and it's. I, no. <laughs> Just gonna go out there and say no. <laughs> Sit another balloon floating above no, the water. It's a boat, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let's see here. It's I am, not Goggle Earth, right? <laughs> I'm going here, and I'm looking, and. 
I am near Rattlesnake Island. If it wants to load anytime. Well, I'm sure they probably changed the picture in the. Because they don't want us to know. Yeah. (laughs) That's how you know, guys. It's real. They don't want us to know. Truth. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't been there. I haven't had a sighting or anything, so I can't speak to it, but very hard to believe that they couldn't at some point find some more solid evidence right. in the lake. I don't know. And it's not even, what's it? It's the smallest lake out of the three, right? No. Well, uh, serves area, yes. Depth, Depth no. no. Depth, right in the middle. So, I don't know. Could some uh, decent population, that's the thing to say about Loch Ness, is like, it's not big enough to have a population of these to stay right. alive. Uh, these lakes are bigger. So maybe they potentially could. they could. And they have more <laughs> abundance of food sources. Yeah, all those people dropping that. chickens in the water. Yeah, all the damn chickens. <laughs> just trying to think of that. It's like, just drop another one. Just drop another <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, so it makes me wonder though, if they're when they're passing, when did they know to drop the chicken? Is it just constantly dropping chickens as they go, or is it like they wait till the water starts like trembling? Like, throw another one, throw another <laughs> one. I mean, I'm pretty sure if something started coming at me in the lake, I'd start dropping chickens too. <laughs> chickens and logs. If I'm gonna call shit in your pants, so yes, I would drop so many chickens. <laughs> dropped all the chickens at that point. <laughs> I had no more chickens to drop. Yeah. I'm just dry heaving. Um, but yeah, so like I feel like what on a scale of ten, like a five. On what? Yeah, what are you talking about? Pogo. Of it being real? Yeah, validity. I'm putting down like One two, three. Two, yeah. If that. I haven't seen enough good pictures to really feel like it's legit. Sorry, I, Canada. In mine's like it's not even that it's a mistaken identity thing. I I haven't seen anything that would make me think besides maybe a log or just a wake. Yeah. Um, that it's anything. Other other lake monsters is like, oh, it, there's a reasonable explanation for it. it. It is an animal. It's just not an unknown animal. Ogopogo is just, I don't see anything that makes me think it's even a, like, yeah. explainable animal. It's mostly just a log. I don't know. Which I haven't seen the footage of the supposed animal, living animal that goes. Yeah, I couldn't find it. But even then, it, with the way they described it, it sounds like it'd be not even worth watching. <laughs> it's distorting those damn videos again. But yeah, there's Ogopogo from Okanagan. Okanagan. We should go there after this <laughs> for dinner at Okanagan's. Yeah, so I guess let's talk about Champ a little bit then. All right. All right, Champ. Let's champ. go. Yeah, I'm on. not a champ. Come so, on, Champ. Uh, champ Bailey was a cornerback for the Denver Broncos. Um, he's uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you lost me. Uh, no, this isn't an NFL. No, I'm pod- sorry. Wrong podcast. Sorry. Damn it. I know. Know your audience, Ben. Man, he was really good, too. He was really good. He was very good. But was he anyway. as good as Champ's Loch Ness? <laughs> <laughs> Champ, the monster. He was a monster, but a different kind of monster. <laughs> but no, seriously. But all right. So. Gobbling up footballs like they gobbled up chicken. <laughs> but <laughs> so Lake Champlain. Uh, so let's talk about Lake Champlain is up in. Uh, let's see here. This is so gross. <laughs> uh, within the borders of Vermont and New York, and goes a little bit into Quebec. Um, it's a pretty big lake, and I think that's French Canadian, right? Oh, <laughs> Matt's favorite. Yep. <laughs> That's where I saw the gamiest of beavers. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of hair. All right, so um, an area of 490 square miles, average depth of 122 meters. Max depth. Max depth, excuse me, of 122 meters. We're saying you that because we're in Canada. You, can you translate for me and the other Americans? 400 feet. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I saw a lot of that in Mexico. I was like, oh, my God, it's 100. No, wait, not 100 miles. You have to explain why you just jumped to Mexico. <laughs> He just got back from Mexico. Yeah, he was so, on a drug run. Yeah. Whoa. Hey, not no. It was a drug mule. I was yeah. on. If it, by drug mule you mean butt. that explains why he's been pooping so much. Ah, uh, that's true. If by drug mule you mean honeymoon, then yes, I was on my honeymoon. Getting not them doing drugs, drugs to pay for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We know how it goes. Oh god. 
Um, but yeah, I saw a sign that said, as we were rolling down the highway, 100. And I was like, Jesus Christ, that's so fast until I realized it was kilometers per hour. Mm. And then I felt a little bit better. But also still wondered why the, the bus was going so slow. The bus? Yeah, it was like a, from the airport to the resort. So but did you, did you run into any lake monsters while you're in Mexico? Um, not in the ocean, but in my bloop. So <laughs> I don't even want to know where that was. Going. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> the, that look he just gave me got me scared. <laughs> nope. But um, so champ Cholo Ness. <laughs> oh, I had a good churro. <laughs> it was shaped like a lake monster. It's like a log. Yeah. Oh, Three humps. Why is this yeah. happening? <laughs> At the chocolate anyway, party, it was brown so, and black and gray and green and. Yellow and had a lot of had sugar. Polka dot. So it's drink. said to live in Lake Champlain. Champ, or so it's known as Champ. Uh, sometimes Champy, which I mostly see Champ. No, dead serious. It's no, I know, I know. Champy. I guess it's say taste oh. a little Champy. <laughs> Gamey and Champy. Um, so the legend of the monster it draws a lot of tourism um, around that area. Kind of like, you know, some of the other lake monsters do. People want to go out there and try and take pictures. So there are some pretty decent pictures of it. Um, there's actually one that, and granted, it's black and white, but from far away, you have like the little hump, and then the head looks like it's trying to turn around. It, I mean, it's, it's a pretty good, you know, it's a pretty good picture. Um, have y'all, did y'all see that one? Yeah, a, it's the most famous one they have. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah, it looks really good, but same time... I, you know, we've been burned before with the Loch Ness famous picture that was just a toy submarine. Oh, yeah. Stuck on. Many, many years later, they said that, which yeah. is really messed up. That kind of fucked up my psyche. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, that float of Champ is awesome. Yeah. At the parade? Yeah. 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 Americans know how to do it right, man. Was Get like American? us, Canada. What? I think that was Canada, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get like us, Canada. Get like us. Yeah. You know, it's protected by law. Champ? Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Liberals. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thanks, Obama. No, for real. Is it really? Yeah. Both the state assembly and the state senate passed res- resolutions protecting Champ. It is protected by law. So we can't that go there. Nineteen eighty-three. I want to hunt. I want to hunt this thing, man. Sorry. Why man. would you want to hunt it? Because I'm the game warden from Jurassic Park. Oh god. And I have nothing else to do. Okay. You know, if you ever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I watched the episode of What's the Difference with Cinefix, like on YouTube. And they had, um, what's the difference between Jurassic Park and then the book Jurassic Park? Oh, yeah. You know, that dude doesn't die yeah, he in lives. the book. Yeah. And he's uh. going to, um, but I'm not going to, but yeah, he does live. There's yeah. a lot of differences between the movie and the book. I mean, what are you going to say? Spoiler alert. It's been like, what, 25 years? Yeah. Well, no, the other thing I was going to, I was thinking of Alan Grant, how he was supposed to have a big beard and yeah. be barrel chested and all this stuff. But yeah. I was, for some reason, I was mixing him up with Robert Muldoon. But yeah, Muldoon lives. All right. Back to Lake Monsters. Yeah. Champ so, me up. So both American tribes that live near Lake Champlain, the Abenaki and the Iroquois have their own legends about a large creature inhabiting the lake. So it's almost like we're kind of seeing a trend here. The indigenous people of, of these countries, um, they wholeheartedly believe in it. It's a part of their, um, their folklore. It's like a legend to them. Um, they have their own legends about a lake inhabiting the creature. It was called the Tataskok by the Abenaki. Um, Samuel, Samuel de Champlain. I screw that up. And I took French. Samuel de Champlain. Still screwed it up. Du. Sorry. Du. Du. Um, he's often erroneously credited with being the first European to sight champ, but readings of his account show that he saw something near the St. Lawrence River, which is not there. Um, St. Lawrence River is like, what, slightly, I think it's east? No, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm thinking. That's what I'm looking at. Oh no, I was actually looking at something. Oh, okay. I thought you were. No. No, I'm. I'm I think it's to the east, but I'm not sure. But um, he didn't see it in the. He didn't see it there. He saw it. Um. He saw it in the St. Lawrence River in 1960, which was not Lake Champlain. Yeah. But is it connected? I cannot recall if it is connected or not. Probably not far though. Sorry, I'm not a geography major. It should be. Let's see. Uh, St. Lawrence. No, I don't look like it's close. Oh, no, it's in the St. Lawrence Valley. So, yeah, it's not too far. I think it's. So, a, is it fed by the lake? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was think, trying to think of a word, tributary or whatever. I think it's a tributary to the uh, lake. Word up. 
So yeah, but um, French cartographer Samuel de Champlain, <laughs> just killing that dude's name, um, is where the name actually comes from. Is the name of the, where the lake comes from? Um, how does that make you feel, Matt? That they named it after a Frenchman? Not great. Not great. Yeah, doesn't make me feel good either. But it is what we have. Hurts me in my loins. In your loins. <laughs> Deep down. So historians think that it's probably a garfish. Um, What's that? A garfish is a class. Um, looks like a sturgeon. Oh. Uh, yeah. I'm looking up a picture now. <laughs> garfish. That sounds weird. Gar- garfish aren't just sturgeons. Garfish are like your pikes, your sea needles, all those things like that. But the sturgeon belongs to the garfish family. I'm going to guess you've, have you seen one before? Yeah. You've seen a garfish? Yeah. How big do they get? Oh, fuck that. Oh. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. So, like, you know, you've got your alligator gar, your spotted gar, all that stuff. I was about to say, one Needle of these fish. looks like an alligator. Uh, it's just a type of. A well, because you fish, fish, you go fishing quite a bit, right? Yeah. yeah. I've caught um, a couple of. Uh, Jesus, those look like. Gar. Those teeth look terrifying. And I've never caught an alligator gar. Those things yeah. are massive. And I was saying that just a preference so they know why you know this stuff. Like, yes, I have marine biology. But no, Chris, you fish a bit. so He biologies. He biologies. In the Marines. Where have you seen one? Have you seen them in Georgia? Hmm? Have you seen these in Georgia? Oh, like... like gar fish. Gar? Mm-hmm. Um, there, I mean, there are. Like, there's some in the Chattahoochee and other places like that. Okay. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. But apparently, yes, the sturgeon is what they're trying to say that uh, champ is because there are like sturgeons in um in champ uh in like champlain or champlain or whatever okay that's kind of cool um sturgeons are massive they're ancient too how big they get old uh what depends on which one white sturgeons are pretty massive okay uh what almost 20 feet okay so that's not even the, that's not even a monster. <laughs> yeah. Those are the Atlantic like sturgeons and stuff. But. So then I wonder if um if a sturgeon like that size could have maybe wandered from the ocean. Oh my god! So that's just alligator gar. Okay. That, I don't know what those are. But <laughs> I, <think. laughs> well, I see the alligator gar below some other objects. I see. That yeah. Kind I of see some you know large flotation devices. Yeah. Looks like they were they were fishing with um buoys or yeah. something or <laughs> boobies. My goodness. <laughs> buoys. Whatever. <laughs> Which, um, what what were they more proud of? In the, <laughs> um, but I mean, I imagine if I saw like a twenty foot garfish, um, or an abnormally large garfish, it makes me think of how they explain not to go too far off here in Lake Placid. The explanation was that if you know came in from the ocean and, and it was just there, so you could potentially have something like that because I believe the St. Lawrence does feed out into the ocean to the Atlantic Ocean. You could potentially have something that big flow in somehow, and it's just there. Yeah, maybe a few. Now, granted, so how this, long does it last? This but. is a white sturgeon. And they're about fourteen feet long. It's got humps. About nine hundred and ninety pounds or so. That's a big, big fish. Yeah. So nine hundred and ninety pounds. Yeah. So if you saw one of those going to the top of the, like the surface of the water with their weird spine plates and easily think that's not a fish yeah it's some sort of monster can you get that at red lobster um no but those are (laughs) those are kind of what um, a lot of like they're endangered a lot of them are endangered because uh they're caviar their eggs are Uh, service caviar that's gross very slaughtered so funny just kind of um expound on something that you mentioned earlier and that might make sense why they protected it if they think it could be that type of fish. Um, it is protected on both sides of Lake Champlain. Uh, first, in 1981, Port Henry, New York, declares their water safe, a safe haven for Champ. 1982, the state of Vermont passes a House resolution protecting Champ. And then 1983, in New York, both the State Assembly, like you mentioned, and the Senate pass resolutions protecting Champ. So, And it's not... I don't think they're protecting it because they're saying it's a sturgeon. They're protecting it because it's, it's one of those in case... They do it for Bigfoot too. Like you, you're not supposed to kill Bigfoot either, even though they don't. They don't that. admit it's, it exists. If you kill one, you're in trouble. I better <laughs> stop trying. That. Yeah, you gotta stop with those bear traps. Bigfoot Somebody traps. get Odell Beckham Jr. He knows him. 
<laughs> get Dan Aykroyd. He's, he'll find him. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd's like, no, we must protect him. We must protect him. Be a great scene in the movie. He'd do it. Um, whoa, my bad. So I guess it seems like this one, though, does have a little bit more, you know, oomph behind it than Ogopogo. Sounds like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, this one tore apart one of the uh, the, the the famous picture, um, you know, the lady in 1977, um, Sandra Mancy had taken a picture, and uh, she said the neck stuck out like six feet out of the water, and the whole object was about 12 feet long. Uh, and so the field investigators uh, for the Discovery Channel checked it out and said that she overestimated the object size, the neck quotation neck sticks out about three feet out of the water and both segments together are about seven feet across the dark hump creature was revealed to be a submerged tree trunk briefly brought to the surface by buoyant gases created during decomposition maybe Which that was a champ farting and brought that log up oh damn that is gross could be that <laughs> of course that's that that's one investigators i don't know if that's like what they did to investigate it but that is what is said that they Disprove that particular picture. Funny bit of trivia here. P.T. Barnum, um, legendary oh, yeah, uh, circus man. Yeah, offered a award of $50,000 in 1873, which was probably like a billion dollars back then, <laughs> uh, yeah. for the height of the great Champlain serpent to add to my mammoth <laughs> mammoth World's Fair show. Um, man, the amount of money. What you could have done with $50,000 back then. I want to say he offered Loch Ness really? uh, money, too, to someone to catch Nessie. I remember seeing a picture of a giant cage they were lowering into the lake to try to catch it. <laughs> oh, the things we did back then. Um, but yeah, by 1992, sightings totaled at 180, uh, with approximately 600 people claiming to have seen Champ. So that was about, what, 30 years ago, roughly? About 28 years ago. So I can only imagine um, you know, what we've seen by now. Um, it was featured on Unsolved Mysteries. I have not seen that episode, but I might go home and watch it tonight, because that sounds amazing. Um, and then in 2003, the Discovery Channel, which we're talking about, did their special on it. So, um, it's one of those things that the, the, um, the fervor for it still has not died down. People are still interested. Nice. So are we saying if we're going to do this scale, 10 scale thing, (laughs) I would give this one maybe a five, six. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe that it is a monster or that it's real. That is real. So you, it could be a sturgeon, it could be something else. Yeah. Um, but you're going to five that it's actually a real thing and not a tree. Right. So I guess not that's a our log. Not yeah, a log. It's not a log. So yeah, that's I guess that's our scale is one to ten. <laughs> how if it's if it, how is real, it a log? <laughs> yeah. If it's not a log, how real like realistic is the possibility of something <laughs> large being in there? Not a log. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I go around two. five or six. We got a two for Ogopogo, a five or six for Champ. Yeah. Ten, a ten. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, <Sorry. coughs> Ben. What do you think? Man? <coughs> Holy you crap. can't breathe. I can't. No, I mean, I, yeah, I say about five or six. I mean, I, looking at what a sturgeon looks like, I could totally see it being just an overgrown sturgeon. Um, especially you know, like you're on a lake. I think we talked about this a little bit in the Lake Lanier episode. Um, sometimes you're not sure exactly what you see, and um, in some of those cases, especially if you've been drinking you distort size like the thing was huge and maybe it's only like 10 feet and you say it was 15 well, like feet. our hands are really small yeah well and also what is it called when you like <laughs> when uh what's it called when like you're looking through water and it just like there's a the yeah. scientific term for it i can't, I can't think can't of what it's called it, and it you know distorts the size of everything yeah mm-hmm. so, so i say it too when we fish off the bank or something you, you see a bass and he looks a lot different yeah than when you actually pull him out <laughs> And you can do it when, when you hit the line on the water, and you can if it's clear enough in the water, you can see where the lines after you after it hits the water, you can see where it's going. Yeah, it looks different. It bends it. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. Something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what about you? So the third lake. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You didn't give your number, did you? Oh, I, I thought. Yeah, I, I was gonna say five. Yeah. Oh, okay. About five. First. Yeah, getting out of this one, buddy. Damn it. And also. Champ Day, the first Saturday of every August in New York. Oh, come on. We got to yeah. go. We missed it. We got to go. Next, Next year, year. we got to go. What is it? Champ Day. I'm going to what, ch- no, what was the date? First uh, Saturday of every August. Oh, damn. Okay. I'm going to get a champ stamp on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got one. <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> all right. Jesus Christ. Uh, 
So now we're going to talk about Illy. Um, Illy is in Lake Iliamna. Angle, Angle. Iliamna? Iliamna. Yeah. You got to do that. At the end. Iliamna. Liam Alaska. <laughs> Anyways, or Iliamna Lake. They they switched the lake back and forth. Uh, anyways, it's got an area of um, 1,012 miles squared. It's a huge lake. Max depth is 988 feet. Damn. It's a massive. It's a big place for things to hide. Massive lake. Um, so once again, and you know we've seen this every other time too, <laughs> but the uh, tribes around that area spoke of a large creature. Um, it was named... Uh, let's see, here we go. Jignak in one language and Gonakadet in Lucian. Lutin? Anyways, giant, <laughs> giant monster, whatever. Uh, some of the uh, descriptions had it having the head of a wolf. Um, because you know, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Um, which also kind of leans towards the sturgeon thing. So in that lake, there are giant white sturgeon, and actually river monsters. That guy ended up, ended up catching <laughs> one while he was there. Massive sturgeon. I think it was like ten or twelve feet itself. It was massive. Yikes. Um, and uh, it's also it's got. So its river goes out to the lake or to the ocean and it's pretty pretty big. So there is a landlocked group of seals. Lake seals basically at this point. Mm-hmm. There are apparently there has been instances where beluga whales will come into the lake. Damn. Um what? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Uh so anyways, there's a timeline history I found on uh Wait, so what ocean does that go into? The Pacific. Right? Is it the Pacific all the way up there? Yeah. Pacific Ocean. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was, you know, I'm terrible at geography. I don't know if it was like north enough to be the, uh, what is it the Arctic that's up there? Or is it Arctic South? Arctic North. North. Antarctica. Is that's south. right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so it's in, it's in Southern Alaska. Oh, uh, okay. It's okay. in Southern Alaska. Um, so I found this thing. It's, uh, I think it's uh, Alaska Sportsman's Lodge. It's the, group or whatever but they the website's fishasl.com and they have a little timeline history of the monster and so they break out just from like 1942 um where someone found a large or saw a large dull aluminum colored fish from their plane because they they fly over this thing like there's like Mm. fly and land your plane if you need to or just fly over it um after they announced that others were encouraged to come forward and sort of sharing their encounters with animals like that uh, there was a biologist in 1963 that saw a 25 to 30 foot fish from overhead uh, but it never came up for air um, 1967 was one of the big ones so this guy <clears throat> is alaska missionary um, chuck Krabucci chets whatever anyway <laughs> chuck our good friend chuck uh, he's seen the monster twice so he was flying over the first time in a float plane Saw a large animal in the water. So he got on the radio and tried to call some other people around and tried to see it and verify it, but no one got there in time. One of his friends went trolling for it. So he took 516th stainless steel cable, put a number two tuna hook on it, or a bunch of tuna hooks on it, and baited them with caribou and tied it off on the struts of his float plane. So he was sitting there drifting and sitting out on the floats when all of a sudden the plane gave a big jerk and knocked him off the floats. The plane was towed off and he barely made it to shore. Whoa, he walked for miles while the plane was towed around the lake. Why the fuck was he not in the plane trying to bait a massive fish? Like, was it not in his idea in his he head? He flew off with it, right? At that point. I mean, yeah. Why would you? Like, I'd stay in the cockpit and like, yeah. if it starts jerking, then that's when you start trying yeah. to go and take it. Like, I mean... I don't know how long he was out there. He might have got bored and got out for a minute to look around. I mean, I he might guess. have been wanting to look and see if he could see anything. They did on it. There. I mean, that's yeah, I, that thing was watching, um, waiting. Yeah. Right. So when they finally got the airplane back, because it was totally oh, for yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. Um, there were three of the cables were gone. The hooks on the ones that remained were straightened completely out, and these hooks were eight to nine inches long. Um, and that's where they, they go back and say there have been beluga whales that have gone up the Kavak. River into the lake, and it was possible that it was probably one of them that might have 
Hey, caribou. That's just Tear seems so. What? I really can't get over that. That you would try to bait something that big with that many hooks. At, like you obviously have an idea that this thing is fucking massive, and yet you're just gonna stand out on your little. I've the, heard the, the float things and not sit in the plane. I think there was another one where um, it drug a giant like tree trunk. They had threw that out there. I think River Monsters talks about that, and it grabbed. He had like a um some special steel cable that was tied to that one. It was supposed to be super strong, and it was. It was strong enough to drag the <laughs> the whole giant tree trunk out into the uh, water. Disappeared. Damn. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these are sightings from planes. Um, and it's like a 1977, there was a plane flying over Pedro Bay, spotted a 12 to 14 foot fish on the surface as it dove down, revealing a vertical tail. Um, there's been several local reports in 88 of, um, a large black fish in a fin swimming near the surface. Uh, 87, there was a large black fish with a white stripe down its fin. Um, Kakonok Village, Kakonok Village residents saw a creature one mile offshore that was estimated at 50 to 60 feet in length. Jeez. Animal blew like a whale and several smaller ones followed. That was 2017. Now, if there are beluga whales in the area, that would be probably what that was. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's, there's lots of sightings in that area. There's lots of large animals that live in that area. Um, there, it, this one apparently is a little more, a little more of an asshole than the rest of the, the ones <laughs> oh. we've ran into. So it has been known to attack boats, like ram into them. That's awesome. Um, knock people off their boats. People have disappeared and off their planes. Yeah, people have disappeared in the lake, and they oh. attribute it to it. Um, course the water is ridiculously cold i say i mean this you is a, in, this obviously is not a well-traveled lake right no um and i mean it's a way up there and it's while people huge. do fly over it a lot and there right. are i mean people fish and stuff too but it is pretty isolated yeah it's also huge though i mean this is yeah, it's the, the biggest lake that we've discussed today mm-hmm. so it's gonna be a lot harder to to you know, really find something there so it's yeah approximately 640,000 acres. Good God. This lake. It is the largest lake in Canada and one of the largest lakes in the country. I don't know what's longer or <laughs> larger. Hey, um, 77 miles at its longest with a maximum width of approximately 22 miles. We have a thirsty dog at this <laughs> point, so you thirsty. might hear some yum, yum, yum. Drinking. Um, Average depth of 144 feet. I think it's, it's, it's deepest point is 988 feet. Yeah, I was average, saying, but for the being a lake that large, 100, what you said, 144 average, that seems, I know that's still pretty deep, but I figured it would, the average would have been higher, like at least two or 300. Yeah, because, I mean, that's that's around the deepest part of Lake Lanier is yeah. the average depth of yeah. the Alaskan Lake. 988 feet is ridiculous. That is crazy. And it's only about 50 feet above sea level. Huh. Which is a little interesting. I don't know why that's interesting to me, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, theories are, like I said before, white sturgeon. Um, and then get up to 1,500 pounds and 20 feet in length. What's up? And we can live for over 100 years. fucking pounds. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that is. They're ancient. Very ancient fish anyway. But even just thinking about that sturgeon you talked about that was 900-something pounds. So, I mean, these things exist. I don't, how much, is, how much do beluga whales weigh? Because they keep talking about those. The belugas? Mm-hmm. Are massive. Have you been to, uh, like, Georgia Aquarium and saw the beluga whales there? I've not been to Georgia Aquarium. I'm just they're trying big. to think of how big they're they massive. could weigh. They're just, um, they're fat, too. 3,000 uh, pounds. 3,000 pounds. When how? was the last, like, year that one, this thing was sighted? Do you remember? I don't know the last time it was cited necessarily, but the timeline has one at 2017. Oh, shit. Okay, um, so recent. Yeah, they said it was 50 to 60 feet. This one, this one they said, was uh, it looked like it was blowing like a well, so it would blow out. Oh, uh, okay. And then, I mean, they say blue wells do travel up the river occasionally, so that would make sense. I think on a scale from 1 to 10, if we're going to go that route, I'm going to say it's a 10. There's definitely something that big in the water, 
and we know there's things that big anyways. Now, if I don't, what I don't know is if every single sighting is explained or not. Mm-hmm. Right. But we know there's 20, like there's, there's massive sturgeons in the, in the lake cause they've been caught. We know there are reports of other ocean creatures that live in the lake and beluga wells. If they're coming in there, that would explain it. Um, Another thing they've said is maybe it's a Pacific sleeper shark, which are massive, yeah. massive shark. And those could also explain it too. Yeah. The only thing with those are they, you don't really see them very often because they don't come up to the surface. Oh. They're, they're deep sea shark for the most part. I mean, not really, really deep, but they are deep. And they will, um, they'll come up on occasion because they will eat like seals and polar bears. What are they going to do? But, uh, also, they they try to stay down pretty deep most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Deeper so, what do you think? Better. Uh, I would say it's definitely a ten for the uh, the, if it were a monster, it definitely could easily exist in this lake due mm-hmm. to its size. It's it's uh, you know the uh, the lack of like human interaction. Like, there's a lot, not that much bothering it as it would be compared to the other lakes we've talked about. But I think from one to ten that it is a monster, I think I'm still gonna have to stick with like five. Wait, 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 are we I thought we weren't doing that. No, I, I thought it was just if it was real, that's all we we're doing for the one to ten was if it's I'm something. Just, am I not so, allowed to just Well no, it's fine. Well, <laughs> well now I gotta now I gotta redact my statement. <laughs> you don't have to and come well, up I, with I was two scales from one to ten. You don't now. have to. I'm gonna go from one to I'm eleven. I'm just saying if it, if it were it if if it were a monster, I feel like this lake would be the lake that the monster would live in out of the three we've talked about. Right, right. But the f- I still think it's like five or six. That it's an actual monster. What do you think about it just being something? It's not just a tree. That's what, that was the initial discussion. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was one to ten if it was the, uh, if it were a monster. No, I, was, I thought it was one to ten if it, we knew it was real as something. A log. Oh, as something. A, yeah, it definitely. It's ten then. Yeah, because it's not a tree. But as a monster, you're saying maybe a fox. Maybe. Okay, Ben. I, I think it's just an animal. I, I I'll say a four or five. I think it could be, um, yeah, looking at some of these, yeah, I think it's just something. But to your point, though, it is massive. So, I mean, how much of it have we not explored? So are you, you saying know? is it, it's a known animal? Because, I mean, most cryptozoologists think it's an animal. Just it's something just not, that we've not, not we discovered. Have, we have not discovered yet. Okay. So are we using the term monster and thinking, you know, some sort of weird grotesque creature of the night kind of thing? Or are we just saying it's, a, it's an animal we haven't seen before that happens to be large in this instance? Or do you think it's something that's already I think already it's something we known. already know of, okay. and we're probably just mistaking it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's more than likely just one of the known massive animals in that lake. I mean, the beluga especially, they're not, they're not in there all the time. They're not going to be in there very often, but they, if they do travel in there on occasion, that's going to throw people off because they're not used to seeing them. So when they do see them, it's like, oh, that's the monster because it's definitely not anything I know of because you've never seen one because they're rare. Yeah. But they are there. So, yeah. Um, 10, that is definitely an animal. Not someone's imagination. It's not someone's tree. Uh, <laughs> probably a five or six if it's unknown. It's, it's definitely the place that would harbor an unknown creature before Champlain or Ogopogo. Um, a cognon. <laughs> whatever it is. A cognigan. A cognigan. Canigans. I all right. So that's our three lake monster stories and locations, locales. What are you gonna say? So if you're looking for that next Instagram travel locale, or you're gonna go take some pics, take some selfies. Maybe you can get photobombed by Ogopogo or Illy or Champ. That would be so ill. I know, right? Yeah, That'd I feel be... like a champ. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, it's time. To talk about our um, alcohol. Talk about the, the beer. Podcast. Ben, why don't you start us off? Whew. All right. So um, how to describe it? Um, you ever have that, that meal where it starts out really good and by the time like it's, but it's like so much. And then by the time you're almost done with it, you're sick of it. That, yeah. That's this beer. I loved it at first and now I'm just trying to finish it. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. So. You're going to say a strong start, weak finish? Yeah, kind of like the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, God. Uh, what do you mean? A st- strong start? They yeah, got their ass strong start, start didn't they? Uh, well, I'm just talking about like our history. When, when it's on the line, start strong, 
Uh, start with a bang, go out with a whimper. Yeah. Okay. Matt. All right. Uh, I would never buy this beer again, <laughs> but it got better the more I was drinking it. It tastes way too much like coffee to me, and I hate coffee. Mm. That's my 10 cents. I don't know why I said 10 cents. <laughs> Two cents. All right. So <laughs> that was how much more it meant to you. <laughs> ten, 10 cents. This was my half dollar. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm almost this, exactly the same as Matt. I absolutely cannot stand coffee. I hate it with a passion. And so that first sip, I was, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to drink this whole thing. Yeah. I finished it out. It wasn't as bad as, as I got through it. <clears throat> Maybe that's just because I got used to it. Yeah. But, I mean, I can still smell the coffee. Um, I don't know if it got in my beard or something. I don't know, but I can smell it and it's making me sick. So yeah, it's yeah. pretty. I feel like this might be better with Bailey's though, because that I, well, sounds like it would make it way worse. Shoe? Well, because I drink, I do drink coffee, but not you know. I would only drink it when I was at work, but when I yeah. Drink but how it, do you drink your coffee? I think I like it. I like one cream and an equal and two equals. So uh-huh. I think the Bailey's might cut it a little bit because it is very strong. And I think some Bailey's cream or something like that might cut it a little bit more. I didn't even taste the chocolate nips. <laughs> and I was really hoping to get me some chocolate nips. Yeah, I was hoping I for the nips, too. Um, yeah. I, uh, have, I, you, have you seen the... Have you, either you watched the Drew Carey show? I, the old, a long time ago, I did. Yeah. Just remember Buzz Beer, which was oh, their yeah. beer coffee mix? Yeah. That's, I kept thinking that. Like, oh, is that what it tasted like? Oh. Probably. Head and they their, were like that. They would take a sip and like, oh, and then they would drink the rest of it. Yeah. Head of their it's, time. I mean, it's... <laughs> The, getting through this beer to me is like the normal acquired taste you go through with trying to like a new type of drink. Like when you have to get used to wine or IPAs, like I was able to at least get through this one beer and not really enjoy it, but tolerate it by the end of it. When normally when I had to learn to like wine, it took like years. <laughs> I still don't like wine. Uh, still rough. Which All is right. why. So I also don't like sweet. So why that's probably why I think, um, Cutting it with Bailey's make it worse for me. Oh yeah, for I me, can I tolerate uh, like bitterness. Like that's why I like IPAs now and red wines because they're bitter. So really? if I if I tried to make this sweeter, I'd probably hate it more. Uh, you should go to um, at um, Fernbank, do the super taster test. Have you done that yet? I have not. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. like you have. Um, so I was I'm I guess what's known as a super taster. So um, I don't like things that are bitter. It's an evolutionary trait. That means that I would be the type of person where, like, if we're would die or well, no, I taste came. the poisons, so I would taste like I would taste things and like, oh, it's better. Let's stay away. This could be a poison. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all right. I'm cool with death. Yeah. Bring it on. And Kendra is who likes things like you know, likes coffee, likes red wines, things that are bitter. Was the complete opposite. It was, yeah. They give you this strip of paper, you taste it, and if you don't taste it, then you're not. If you do taste it, you are. You're a super oh. taster. And I tasted it, and it was it tasted very bitter. Why don't so. I eat it? Then huh? they would probably say, sir, please come with us. Please leave. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that being said, um, if you like what you hear, um, hopefully you do. But please, uh, if you want to like find us. out more on us, uh, <laughs> like us on Facebook and Instagram at Touched by a Podcast or Twitter at Touched by a Pod because they're communists. Um, Twitter. Check us out on uh, Patreon. <laughs> Please be a subscriber on Patreon. Help us out with our beer money and our uh, future investigations. <clears throat> that is touched by a podcast at uh, patreon.com. And you can check us out on our email, or, or sorry, our website, or you can email us. Uh, info at touchedbyapodcast.com is our email. Website is touchedbyapodcast.com. Uh, there's a form there you can email us to. Just let us know, you know. If you have any experiences with any crazy lake monsters um, chomping on them digits? <laughs> horse heads. Any crazy horse heads? Or if heads? you ever took a chance sleeping into those waters. <laughs> yeah. If you see any floaters out there, anything you want to talk about. Any logs. Yeah, let us know the largest log you saw. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, in full detail. God, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, please don't send us pictures of logs. Anyways, um, <laughs> with that being said, because I just said that two minutes ago, <laughs> I am Chris. I'm Matt. I'm Ben Super Taster. We are touched by a podcast, paranormally not normal. Yeah.